0: This is the Sounders FC Soccer Post-Match Show on Seattle's Sports Radio 950 KJR. Sounders FC Soccer is brought to you by Pro Lion Surgeons. Providing convenient same-day surgery and individualized care. Pro Lion Surgeons is the hospital alternative. And by Washington's Lottery. Just imagine what you'd do if you won. Play today. The Sounders FC Post-Match Show starts now. A happy 4th of
1: July and a happy Sounders victory. Seattle picks up three points tonight in Commerce City, Colorado. A 2-1 victory for Seattle. And it's Will Bruin's brace and winner in the 59th that gets it for Seattle.
2: Christian Roldan, great presence. Will Bruin all alone. Will Bruin takes advantage and gets his second goal of the evening. Will Bruin beats Tim Howard here in the 59th minute. And before he goes
0: out as a sub, he gathers another goal. 2-1 Seattle!
1: Welcome to the Sounders FC postgame show on your new home for the Seattle Sounders. Sports Radio 950 KJR. Back here in a celebratory car Volkswagen Studios, Jackson Feltz, S2 assistant coach Wade Weber, and Seattle University head coach Pete Fewing. It's a victory, guys. Seattle jumps Colorado in the Western Conference standings to 10th, and it's, uh, it, listen, it's, it's great to see this team go on the road and pick up another three points, Pete. Well, it was one of those games
3: that before the game, uh, we were thinking that they could get the win, and they did. We've had a lot of games this season, RSL back-to-back, where th- there was an expectation they'd get the win, and they didn't in either case. So in this situation, it's good for Seattle. And it's one of those things, again, I talked about locker room before the game. They're going to look at each other. It's a big week with Portland uh, last weekend, this one midweek, and then off to New England. They This is this can be the beginning of something, going to New England uh, now is there you go lighter, Wade. When you get a win, it's it, you're not carrying the heavy burden. It's a bit of a release. Uh, Will Bruin, it's fantastic. His it fifth goal of the year, 66th as a pro, and it was a great first touch. Honestly, I, I kind of uh, I look at at Tim Howard in goal rolling the ball out. He was a bit casual, and Christian rolled on to the right thing closing down. But a good goal, an opportunistic goal, and something we haven't seen the Sounders get this season.
2: And good enough defensively, yes, you do have mm-hmm. to say. Um, you know, nervy a little bit. So if it wasn't for Stephen Fry and uh, uh, just a magnificent save, keeping I think it was Sh- G Gashi out of the out of the back of the net, uh, the Sounders might just have tossed away two points uh, instead of coming home with uh, three. But uh, but you know, good enough. I think that right now, that's what it has to be. Um, it doesn't matter if it's perfect. You know, in in, in in as you begin the season, everyone has grand visions of we're going to play this certain style, and it's. It's it's going to be entertaining. We're going to win. It's going to be great. But you do reach a point sometimes where the style points don't matter, and all that matters is that you get out of places like Colorado, who are not a very good team, Mm -hmm. right? And you get out with three points. Seattle did. I think on balance of play. I don't know your thoughts, Pete. I think on balance of play, Seattle were the better of the two teams. You know, I'm not. You know, it seemed as if Colorado came into the game with the approach to to stifle Seattle by kicking them. I mean, there's over 20 fouls, ton of yellow cards, um, just indiscipline and ugly soccer, and Seattle got the three points. And now, as you said, lighter. You go to New England, and that is the midpoint of the season. So this next game is the halfway point. And, and then you're looking at the second half of the season where you got Rui Diaz, who's already been signed and is in and is training, will be eligible to play against Atlanta in the first game of the second half of the season. Things don't feel so bad,
3: no. And what I like, they will go straight from Colorado to New England. I like that mm-hmm. because I said it before the game too. You get the team together, you get your eighteen guys. They'll they'll add Aussie. I'm sure he will fly there, and maybe Roman Torres. I know he's been training with you a little bit. S2, maybe he'll join the team, so that they might get some reinforcements, some fresh legs. Uh, but they'll they will once again go and have a chance. Yeah, they'll get on that time zone a little bit quicker. Uh, they'll have an extra day there, and they can focus on hey, let's get this point. Now, now you start looking back at the the standings again and say, hey, where are we? Right, we can get we can, you, one of your favorite lines, Wade. We can win this, right? Is uh, <laughs> Hatch from uh, uh, from, vic- from victory? victory yeah. yeah, from victory. You know, so they so it's good. Can, and go, and honestly, yeah, when they again they're going to go away, they're going to get a couple extra days together as a group. Everybody's feeling better about each other. They like each other better. Go steal three points from a team. Uh, New England 7, 4, and 6. It's not like they're tearing it up exactly as well.
1: So. Yeah, we'll take a deeper look into New England here in the, in the final segment of our post-game show on kind of where this is at. Look at what they did last year. I mean, they, they go to Colorado on July 4th. This is becoming an annual thing where they go to Commerce City for, for the fireworks and whatnot. And that was part of that big 13-match-unbeaten streak. It started a run where they had six wins in seven games, and it feels like there's something here for this team. Adding Rui Diaz and just watching how this team executes offensively, it's pretty clear what they need. They need speed. They need they need a resemblance of a counterattack. They need to be able to counter and getting speed in there, whether Will Bruin stays on in a new formation or or Brian Spencer stays with the four, two, three, one, then that opens up a total another another dimension of this offense and from there, this we 're talking about you know this team being eight points from the red line right now, that could disappear quickly if if everything that we see that's there because we talked about it in the pregame this is a good team on paper, this is a very good team that just made back to back MLs cubs it's all there. They just need to put it together, and Rui Diaz might be that final piece that is kind of we saw it a little bit tonight, but then the final piece to put it all together.
2: Yeah, so the, that new kid thing. You know, when there is the new player that comes in, the Sounders in their history have actually done really good business in the summer transfer window. Yeah, There's some significant players have have joined the squad during that, and you the the names are familiar with many. But um, but when that person comes in, the high profile signing everybody's on on red alert and everybody's on their best behavior and it's like it's the new kid that comes to school and he's really cool right and (laughs) everybody wants to be his friend and so suddenly the passes are zipping around and everyone you know it's it it, it, the the mentality changes and it's a funny thing you know mls having its season the way they have it where they don't run on the same calendars the rest of the world the rest of the world follows the fifa calendar and uh, it's the concept of American exceptionalism here on the 4th of <laughs> July. We can talk about that. Um, but, it, but, yeah, we, we don't. So w- we, midseason, have this chance to, to impact our roster. And uh, they've done it again. Now, it's one game, and I, I don't think anyone, uh, certainly on the coaching staff, and I think in the locker room because it's veteran, Pete, no one's getting ahead of themselves. And they know that the hole they've dug is reasonably deep,
3: Yes, right? Yeah,
2: But they have the tools to climb out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're not thinking that this is
3: – they're thinking what you just said, though, Jackson. The puzzle's hey, kind of coming together. Yeah, and, and and the fact that, hey, let's get on a roll right now. But they they feel every game's a must-win situation yeah. going back uh, as it was when Brian took over a couple years ago. So um, they're not going to get ahead of themselves. They know they just beat a Colorado team they should have beaten. They know they beat a Colorado team that's not very good. So now they've just got it one step at a time. But if they can get not six points out of the possible nine from this week – Okay.
1: And New England would be a great measuring stick. Being a team that's in the middle of that Eastern Conference, you're facing a much better team than Colorado on the road, will be a great measuring stick. We'll talk again. We'll talk about New England coming up on the final segment of the postgame show. Let's go back to this match. Seattle Sounders take down Colorado 2 to 1 today at Commerce in, in Commerce City. What is it? Dick Sporting Good Park, I want to say down that's there. That's right. In Colorado. So. Three points for the Seattle Sounders. They move up to 10th place in the West, jump Colorado. Uh, Let's go back to that second half goal there by Will Bruin that gets him the brace. It's a great game by Will. And by the way, your Budweiser man of the match is Will Bruin. Fans can vote for the Budweiser man of the match until the final whistle every match on the official Sounders FC app. So congratulations to Will Bruin and his brace for that. That was an obvious one. Uh, But on that second goal, and I think, Pete, you, you brought it up too, and let's go back to it. It's, it's, a, it's a great play by Will Bruin and Christian Roldan to intercept it and Victor Rodriguez to lay the ball into Will Bruin like that. But at the, at the end of the day, that's on Tim Howard, and he's a fantastic goalkeeper. But at the same time, with that many sounders in the area, to roll a ball or just kick, kick a ball out there, right in the middle of all of that danger, what's he thinking? Well, it's the
3: new concept. It's the new game in the last five years, six years. People want to see the goalkeeper play with their feet. Well... There's a reason at age 8, 9, 10, 11, they, they get a pair of gloves and they stick them in goal, right? <laughs> right? Hey, listen, you're an athlete, you're good, but we don't want you kicking the ball very much. So Tim forced something, and you know he comes from the EPL where the level of play is a little better, and maybe a teammate can handle that. And I think it was was Agashi that lost yeah, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think had he turned the other direction, he didn't have a look over his shoulder. And Christian Roldan did exactly the right thing. Kids at home closed down defensively. You don't know what you're going to get Great out of it. He did the right thing. So Tim Howard, yeah, it's on him a little bit. Um, and then Seattle capitalized. And a lot of times, so many times, games come down to who capitalizes on their opponent's mistakes. Who puts balls away, right? And that, that's exactly what happened. And sometimes you see that. You see goalie. I mean, he puts the ball down. They're still probably in the defensive third. Between the two teams, there are probably 17 players. Yeah. It's crowded. and he he puts it down and he plays it out and if he turns if Kashi turns the other way great but he doesn't and Roldan does the right thing and then it's plays it into Ladero Ladero lays it back and it's a great ball from Victor Rodriguez up and over great first touch by Will Bruin and then like his first goal he knew exactly where to go with it and you know Howard had no chance weight on either of those
2: no and I think that's a, a testament to Bruin's efficiency it's you know first one was two touch with the left foot and he was calm enough to allow that ball to get out from under his feet on the first goal Second, it's a wonderful first touch. It's a left foot. It's right foot. You know, I, Will Bruin, if you were to have a, a, like a lineup of players most likely to be described as technical, um, Will's not one of them. Not that he's a, a poor player that doesn't have great technique, but when you think of Clint Dempsey, you think tricks and flicks and technique. But think of some of the goals and assists he's had in his, in his tenure in Seattle. He, the big man's got some, got some light feet. And kids at home, if you want to be a goal scorer, you have to be efficient, one and two touch. If, yeah. you, if you can control it and finish, or better yet, finish with one. That's that. It's a, it's a really difficult thing to, to do in the high pressure, limited time and space world of a modern soccer, <laughs> eighteen yard box. Right, it's yeah. really hard to be calm enough to tuck it in the corners. And both of those were just clinical.
3: Yeah, and, and Jackson, you talked about uh, Tim Howard before the game, and you know when you're looking at Tim Howard, just like it used to be with Casey Keller, I. When I was playing a long time ago, you you look up at the goalie, and if you see a guy like Casey Keller in goal, I think it makes you think twice. When you see Tim Howard in goal now, in those situations, he just knew where to tuck it. I don't think he had a – it wasn't like he had took a touch, look up, and see Mm -hmm. a a full Tim Howard taking up a lot of space. But he did do a great job with that. So uh, here's the funny thing. He comes off the field, and he and Brian exchange a little bit of laughter back and forth. We'll go back to the signing of Raul. And and the the conversation Brian said was well we, you know we told Will Bruin hey listen you know we we'll, we want you here as long as you want to be here and you know blah 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 and I'm sure Will has a pretty doggone good sense of humor and he he could have easily said to Brian you know hey who's that Raul, Raul guy and how do you like me now so it's, it's good good very good for the sense we were
1: talking uh, about how how really. Listen, this is kind of a, just a little bit of an opinion from me, but to see a four-four-two formation with Will Bruin and Raul Ruiz Diaz as a big forward and a small quick forward, those two working together with Ladero behind them, please, yes, can where can I sign up for that and see it as soon as possible? Because that could be an exciting combination we talk about. This run and the fact that last year, this, run in, this this win in Colorado last year on July 4th started a run, could start a very similar run here. It's going to be in New England this weekend. We'll get into that a little bit later on. Still have to give away our Alcatel play of the match. Continue breaking down this game. A few other giant plays that we talked about as well as recapping a little bit of the first half. A great game for the Seattle Sanders. They pick up three points, a 2-1 to win over the Colorado Rapids. We will be right back on the Sanders FC post game show on your new home for the Seattle Sanders. Sports Radio 950 KJR.
0: You're listening to the new home of Sounders FC, Seattle's Sports Radio 950 KJR. Sounders win,
1: Sounders win, and a happy 4th of July to everybody listening. So hope you're enjoying your hot dogs and hamburgers and be safe with the fireworks. Nobody blow your hands off. But do celebrate this because the Sounders take home a 2-1 to victory in Colorado this evening. Welcome back to the Sounders FC Postgame Show. You're listening to the new home of the Seattle Sounders. Sports Radio 950 KJR, Jackson Felt, Seattle University Head Coach Pete Fewing, and S2 Assistant Coach Wade Weber here in the Seattle Carter Volkswagen Studios here at KJR. Uh, it is time, guys, for tonight's Alcatel play of the match. It was the 83rd minute, and in a flurry of Colorado attacks that nearly saw them get the equalizer, Stefan Fry comes up with one of the most unbelievable saves we've seen from him.
3: Badgey. Down goes Kim with some contact from Baji. Baji takes off. Down the left-hand side is McBean. He's got two players in the middle. Here's Mason. Can't find Mason. Oh, Stefan Farr with the save.
1: Tonight's all but tonight's play of the match, excuse me, is presented by Alcatel, the official smartphone and tablet partner of Seattle Sounders FC. That save is Pretty much just what we've come to expect from Stefan Fry. It's, it's the usual, but to go over it again, where would the Sounders be without Stefan Fry right now? God only knows. Well, you, you want your goalie to make the,
3: the proper saves. You want him to be clean on crosses. You want him to cut down angles, come off his line quick, be good with his feet, and then if you can add, if, if he can make the saves he should make, if you can add the spectacular one or two goal-saving saves a game, now you've got something special. We have seen that, Wade, all of Stefan's career. I think it started a little slow. I think it you know, he's coming off the ankle injury, getting traded to Seattle from Toronto. Took a little while for him to, to really win the hearts of the fans and the players and all that. But boy, it didn't take too long for that to happen, but we've seen it year in and year out and
2: credit to the, to frankly, to Tommy Dutra to the staff because they, he was their guy, yeah, and and they saw it before we yeah, are, and we're sure. and yeah. we, I remember a couple of the mistakes he was making at that, that first season the ball that bounced over him in dallas the yeah. the the ball he kicked, how about in a Kent, Vancouver
3: a Vancouver yeah, yeah he was outside <laughs> his box and, and, and
2: we're <laughs> thinking like wow you, you are are you sure about that are, are you sure this is the guy well they yeah. the faith that they put in him yeah. has obviously been rewarded steph is is um you know obviously m l s cup the, the save yeah. um. This is pretty darn good. Don't forget the the baji save in the first half yeah. when he came out yeah. big and and took it in the, in and he the did midsection. That,
3: he did that one way so uh, comfortably, right? Yeah. He didn't go down too early, right? It's so easy to drop down real quick and uh, and all of a sudden it's chipped over you because you've you've you know he's he's really plays within himself. He knows when to go down, when to cut angles, when to punch. Yeah, and and we but we have seen that so often. You've just come to expect it. And I
2: think that the contrast. I know Tim Howard obviously had a, a illustrious career in in England and U.S. international. Wonderful. The Belgium game in the World Cup was you know like uh, uh, is will be his defining moment mm-hmm. perhaps as a player. Great, great player. But he is past his best tonight. Stephen Fry is it put put to rest any thought that howards in his class which is such an odd thing maybe for us to say as tim howard for so many years was so, so well, good. here we are but <laughs> Stefan Fry denies two really, really, really good chances, and Will Bruin makes it look super easy to get two past Howard, and the Sounders
1: come out with three points. Just a wide-open net there. I mean, when we look back at this, if they indeed go on a run like we were talking about in the first segment there, we may look back at that specific play as as kind of one of the defining moments of this turnaround is a sense to say you could have lost two points there and come away with one point, and at that point you're looking at it, oh, gosh, you're up 2-1 to one. And you have a great chance to get three points against a team you absolutely should beat. And you just, you know, defensively there's a breakdown and Fry gets beat on a ball he had no chance at. He he saves the ball he had no almost no chance at, and the story suddenly becomes very different.
3: Yeah, and it's a here we go again. Seattle. Yeah. Seattle gets the tie back with Portland to two two, and then boom, they give up the third goal and it's here we go again. And players feel that, coaches feel that, fans. Certainly feel that and today that was thwarted by Stefan Fry's coming straight across and, and uh pairing it out with his his left hand. And and you know, he he did that. It that can go in a lot of directions, right? That can go <laughs> right. up and over his thumb and into the goal, it can be knocked straight back to the shooter and instead emphatically just pushes it to yeah, uh, out for corner kick.
1: You guys mentioned Tommy Dutra there. I mean, think about the, the what he's done with Seattle goalkeepers. I mean you have Tyler Miller who's drafted top of the expansion draft by LAFC. Brian Meredith stepped in this last week and he was great out at, you know the three goals as we talked about weren't on him. And then Stefan Fry here and the 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 change that we've seen from Stefan Fry and him becoming. I mean it's it's a little bit shocking the fact that he's hasn't gotten a chance. To really play more on the on the national team, I mean, he is of that quality. So
2: I, I think I think he would have the camp that he went in after MLS Cup, and then he got oh, hurt. Yeah. And I think that that's that right. he was yeah, injured in yeah. camp, and yeah, and, yeah, and I think he would have got his his uh, little sip of you know a little cup of tea, or whatever they call it, with the, with the national team, and that might have led to more. And who knows? His career is nowhere near over. So it's not so, Seattle yeah. have a gem, and um, and the the rest of the team. You know, it can feed off that. the the big. I played with Mr. Keller many, many years ago, and knowing that you have, you don't have to be perfect. That is such a relief to know that. You know, I I, I just got to be good, but I don't have to be perfect. And and um, I think Fry gives him that.
3: Yeah, it's funny you say that. I played with Jeff Cook. Oh, uh, the cooker, the, the cooker, and uh, and he was fantastic yeah. in the air, and so on corner kicks. And could, we all played at a time when soccer was very different than it is right now. We went to England, and he was fantastic. But on corner kicks, you'd see the cross coming in, and you knew that if Jeff was going, he was going to get it. So I'd be at the edge of the box, and I'd take off running, knowing that the outlet was coming, and he would catch a little shuffle and then fire. Go back to Tommy Dutre. He's he's dealt with his, his friend, Casey Keller, comes in, but he has managed – so many different goalkeepers coming in at so many different levels and brought each of them to their peak. He's
1: done a fantastic to job. To their
3: peak, yeah, and he's a great sidekick for Brian. You know, they they don't room together, I don't think, this year, but they even when Brian took over as head coach, they still room together. Tommy's fantastic what every team needs, and Brian always refers to him. Ziggy referred to him as the best goalkeeper coach in MLS, and he's just done a great job. And what's great is you could not tell what the Sounders were doing in the win-loss column by Tommy Dutra's. Uh, demeanor after practice. You know, you come out, Tom, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing great. So he he really does a good job of keeping the goalies up. Not too high, not too low. Play within themselves and and then give some really valuable information. If you are a goalie coach, you ought to go stand behind the fence at, at uh, Fort Dent. Fort Dent. Starfire. Star Starfire. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. You're uh, sort of dating yourself Yeah, there, sorry, Pete. Chris Slatt, about that. Yeah. Uh, uh, but go to Starfire and watch Tommy because he does a great job.
1: Well, with respect to Will Bruin and his two goals and his brace, which is great to see, uh, he's now leading the team with five goals on the season. Uh, it is Stefan Fry coming up with that huge save in the 83rd minute. That's our Alcatel play of the match. Uh, but now we look ahead to what's next for Seattle. It's a week with, what is it, three games in eight days for the club, same as uh, S2 as we'll get to here in the next segment as well. Uh, we look to the next game, and that is going to be the New England Revolution. The team will travel from Colorado right to Massachusetts, and that match is coming up on on Saturday, so we'll look around the league and what's happened this week. Also, look ahead to that match and check in on S two with Wade Weber here. That's all coming up next on the Sounders FC post game show on your new home for the Seattle Sounders Sports Radio nine fifty KJR.
0: You're listening to the new home of Sounders FC Seattle Sports Radio nine fifty KJR. South by the fire, South.
1: Hey, happy f- July 4th to everybody out there listening. Sounders defeat the Colorado Rapids tonight, 2-1 to in Commerce City, Colorado at Dick's Sporting Good Park. You heard Matt Johnson and Steve Zakwani call the game. Welcome back to the Sounders FC postgame show. You're listening to the new home of the Seattle Sounders, Sports Radio 950 KJR. Jackson Feltz, Pete Fewing, and Wade Weber wrapping up the postgame show here, and it's time to take a look at what's next for the Seattle Sounders. It's brought to you by Bill Korms, Puyallup, Nissan, Easy. Like a Sunday morning. So, first off, bouncing around the league, looking at what has happened. And it is in the middle of the week, so not everybody has played. Yesterday, LAFC and Houston Dynamo. LAFC got up on that one 2-0. And then, in extra time, in the 94th and 96th minutes, Houston scores two goals in the last few minutes of that match to actually come back and equalize at 2. An amazing comeback by the Houston Dynamo uh, to only uh, have LAFC basically lose p- two points there. Both teams come away with a point. Then today, Minnesota United got up 4-1 on Toronto FC, end up winning that one 4-3. to So the fall of Toronto FC continues. As we look at the standings, they are now 10th place in the Eastern Conference Fifteen points on seventeen matches, boy, what a fall that they have had this season! Just absolutely shocking.
2: Tough to account for it, you know. Jo- Josie Altidore's injury certainly in the in the Champions League uh, is a big factor, but that's one guy, and they they had a couple other Vasquez, a couple other guys that have have had niggling things, but not not the sort of thing that would that would could be easily explained. Uh, it's been a complete fall, uh, uh, not just a little stumble. <laughs> They've they're on the floor and they're talented, and I fully expect that they will be in the playoffs at the end of the year. There's a there's t- time left, there's games left, but man, you know, from first to worst, it's um, it's, well, a, it's, it's a tricky it's, thing.
3: It, yeah, but they 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 like the Sounders have been in back to back MLS Cup finals. Their yeah. window of recovery is so tight. Their their uh, you know what? People look at how much teams spend on players. People look at how much guys make, and you want to be the guy who shuts down you know the opposing player and the, and beats the MLS Cup champions and so they too have dealt with what the Sounders have dealt with in reverse order of course but uh but they just can't seem to quite get it going and and Toronto's going to be on everybody's list as a big game and playing against you know Bradley and Javinko, They're those are guys that they're going to try to make sure they shut down
1: the hunter goes to the hunted and and Toronto FC is being hunted <laughs> Very much so this season. Uh, continuing on with scores this week, FC Dallas over Atlanta United 3-2. FC Dallas leading the Western Conference right now, uh, leading it with 35 points on top of Sporting KC 32. And Sporting KC currently losing to Real Salt Lake. That matches in the 72nd minute. 3-2 to Real Salt Lake at home there over KC. Uh, and then at halftime, LA Galaxy over DC United 2-1. to As we mentioned, Seattle Sounders over the Colorado Rapids 2-1. to And now, finally, it is time to look ahead at what's next for the Seattle Sounders. Again, it's brought to you by Bill Cormis, nice on easy like a Sunday morning. So it is Seattle and the New England Revolution. This will be played in New England, Massachusetts. They're uh, Foxboro, right? They use the Patriots yep. Stadium, right? Yep. And it's going to be a 4.30 kickoff, so 4 o'clock, 4 o'clock pregame right here on Sports Radio 950 KGR. For New England, this is a team that is 2-0-4 in their last six. They've had a long stretch since they actually lost a match fifth in the Eastern Conference, so it's a it's a team that is solid in weight, as we were just talking about. They had a little bit of a shift there in coaching before the season started. It looks like it's working out well so far for them. Yeah, Brad Friedel, who I
2: thought was a surprise hire. I didn't think he would be one to step straight into an MLS head coaching job, but he certainly has the pedigree in terms of his playing career. Um, stepped in for Jay Heaps, took over the team, and um, they signed Christian Panea, who's an uh, uh, Ecuadorian striker, eight goals in 17 games. Certainly looks the part. He's signed on loan from Pachuca in Mexico. Um, a really, really good player. They they also still have Juan Agudelo, Teal Bunbury, Kellen Rowe, the Federway native. Uh, do we always say that when we mention I always say That's that. That's actually his new birth name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, all, all, Kellen Rowe from all, all hyphenated, yes. yes. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, and Diego Fagundes, you know, many players that you would know if you followed the revolution at all over the last few years. Uh, they're a solid team. They uh, I think Friedel has brought a defensive stability um and you know it'll be it'll be interesting. Third game in 8 days on the road, three time zones away. Uh, it's, a, it's a tricky it's a tricky game, but 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 uh but Seattle are going to go into it with more than a puncher's chance.
3: Yeah, and and like today's game at Colorado. Now there was a, an okay crowd there today, but playing at Foxborough, you have to manufacture your energy for your game. It's different than playing uh at uh, sporting Kansas City or playing at LAFC or or the or the Galaxy's place. This is a different place. It's a bit of a cavernous facility. You know, you said Diego Fagundes. He's got five goals, six assists. Our leading scorer is Will Bruin with five goals and I think three assists. So so and then Teal Bunbury's having a pretty doggone good yeah, year. 10, Ten goals. Ten goals is 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 good. So, uh, but again, I love the fact that they will be there tomorrow night they'll get on that time zone and they will be focused on one task and if they can do that they know how deep they are in the uh, standings right now and so if they can go and say hey we got 3 let's get another 3 even to wade's point even if they got a one a, you know a, a point out of the deal would be great but if they can go and steal a win then that would be a great thing for them this, that might be the theme of Seattle now steal wins right hmm. you go in and you don't have to necessarily You know, go and absolutely crush someone and thump it. But if you can steal a win on the road again. And Brian's, in my opinion, good at that. So uh, getting the the culture right and the mindset right for each game. So it's all to play for.
1: And we looked at who is available today for the game and maybe obviously fixture congestion plays a role here. We know Ozzy Alonzo didn't tra- travel. Do we know if he's going to, I don't know if the news was public, if he isn't going to make the trip and join the team in New England. So I guess we'll wait to see on that. Uh, and then in addition, we saw Will, uh, Clint Dempsey come off the bench. So he may be a guy who could start for this team. It's a matter of filling in the holes here and figuring out all right, who's able to go another 90 minutes for the third time in eight days. You know, Christian Roldan, you f- you figure that he's going to be able to sit in the midfield. Nico Ladero as well, and those guys will be fine. Will Bruin was taken off for Clint Dempsey at the 60-minute mark, so you would think that he's going to be available in some capacity. Roman Torres
3: might, might
2: be available, right? Knew, who, knew who's healthy, just was a, a, a suspension, suspension because yeah. of yellow exactly. card accumulation, so yeah the it, legs are it it's mid season and the uh, guys are rounding into form and and shape and and I don't think that's going to be the the story as much um uh, I think they're 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 they're, they're yep. fit enough
1: they're fit enough Right. And uh, also, Kelvin Lurdom, who is questionable today with the hamstring strain, we're still seeing him work and see if he can get back soon for this team. So it'll be New England Revolution, Seattle Sounders. Again, that's Saturday at 4.30 30 kickoff. Pregame show will be at 4 o'clock right here on KJR, as we will see if the Sounders can pull off another big road win and pick up another three points. Keep climbing that Western Conference table. Get closer to that red line because that's what they're playing for right now. And keep, I wrote it on here too, hit the ground running so that when Ralu Diaz gets here this team is already moving so they don't have to pick it up when he's here and kind of make him feel like it's all on your shoulders make sure that he feels like hey work with us here just come in seamlessly and let's keep rolling like we are I think that's going to be a big key for this team looking ahead because we're one more match away from that Atlanta game on July 15th where he will be eligible the the good thing with Roy Diaz is he's already training with the team
3: and so it's not uh he's he's watching the game certainly And he is getting acclimatized to the different styles of play. Uh, I'm sure Clint Dempsey is thrilled to have a player of his caliber that he can combine with. Uh, That's always a lift for him. It was when Obafemi Martins came. So the fact that he is training with the team, it's not a uh, welcome. Here's your jersey. We're playing New England. Here's their key guys. He's going to be well-educated by the time he actually steps onto the field.
1: And oh, by the way, if you're following him on Instagram like I am and you see him down in Mexico right now, he's... It's not like anything's a problem. He's just you know, making sure he, he has the house in order, bringing his family back up here to Seattle. There's no issues. Uh, like we, Some of us, some people were freaking out on social media saying, he's back down in Mexico. Is, is Rui Diaz not coming anymore? He's still coming. He's already
3: been here and trained <laughs> with the squad. And it, then
1: left. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So all is well. And uh, we will hope for pending the receipt, of course, the, the P1 visa. Uh, but it looks like all will be well, and we'll see Rui Diaz very soon play for the Sounders in a match. It is Sounders and New England. That is this Saturday. 4 o'clock pregame 4.30 kickoff thanks to Nate Nelson for running the board Pete Fewing Wade Weber appreciate you joining me here in studio this evening we will talk to you on Saturday again Sounders and New England 4 o'clock on Saturday tune in and again a very happy 4th of July to everybody listening take care
0: You've been listening to the Sounders FC Soccer post-match coverage on Seattle's Sports Radio 950 KJR. Sounders FC Soccer is brought to you by Pro Lion Surgeons, providing convenient same-day surgery and individualized care. Pro Lion Surgeons is the hospital alternative. And by Washington's Lottery. Just imagine what you do if you won. Play today. Tune in next time when your Seattle Sounders FC take on New England Revolution.